Hello, this is Opal Singleton of Exploited Crimes and Technology. We come to you every Saturday afternoon at 3 o'clock right here on AM 590, The Answer. Well, last week, many of you contacted me. Uh, I'm always amazed at the number of listeners we have on this show. It's kind of a a crazy show. When I first started, I thought, I wonder if anybody really cares or if they really want to be educated uh, or if I'm just kind of up in the night, so to speak. But many of you contacted me last week because of the vetting of Judge Brown Jackson for Supreme Court. And the issue related to what is called CSAM, child sexual abuse materials. Sometimes it's CSAM, child sexual exploitation materials. Uh, You and I from the old country know it as child pornography, but uh, that apparently gets, you know, caught up in Facebook's SEO and they get all panicky and take it down. Apparently CSAM doesn't do that. But uh, basically at the front of the discussions going on on the Capitol Hill has to do with the vetting of the Supreme Court justice there and her basic rulings on child pornography cases. And so many of you know that I have been combating human trafficking, whether it's sex or labor trafficking and sextortion, social media exploitation and child pornography cases for Well, going on right about 12 to 13 years now and heavily in Riverside County as I serve as the training and outreach coordinator for the Riverside County Anti-Human Trafficking Task Force. And one of the things that I started doing as I began to do all this research is I have done a, a massive amount of research on advanced technologies and how they affect various crimes. I also look at things like money laundering and foreign national trafficking and cartel and gang trafficking and like that. And we kind of put it all together with um, information on cryptocurrency and how criminal enterprises kind of use advanced technology to advance what they want to accomplish. And nothing could be more uh, upfront and eye-opening than the impact of technology on child pornography cases. So as I listen to uh, the Supreme Court interactions, and they have gone on for days, and many of you called me and uh, alerted me to it, and I really appreciate you doing that. Sometimes I get so buried in handling real cases or making uh, presentations out there or dealing with trying to get our film off the ground, which is uh, an interesting situation going on there. But as we're doing all that, I, I appreciate you bringing this to my attention. Really, depending on your political affiliation, and I know that I'm on conservative talk radio here, and uh, that's a natural home for me and my points of view, but I always remember that a lot of people have different points of view on various subjects. Not everybody agrees, regardless of your particular uh, political affiliation. We see that on uh, TV every night, I think. But depending on your political affiliation, her sentencing history, meaning uh, uh, the Judge Jackson Brown, Brown Jackson, let's get that right. Okay, her sentencing history either shows that she has been lenient. And, you know, I've done a huge amount of research on it now that you brought my attention. And it does appear to me that in many of the cases, she took the lower uh, guidance or even under that. 
so you many people feel that it's uh, less severe sentencing than maybe she could have done. Others are quick to point out that her sentencing is completely acceptable, according to the U.S. Sentencing Commission guidelines. However, they failed to mention to you that Judge Brown was the vice chair of that commission for four years. So she certainly was involved in setting some of those guidelines. And you're not hearing that in the arguments. And I've I've done a bunch of reading on this. Uh, It's all of this will be on our website at millionkids.org. Uh, Some of the headlines, why the child porn laws might be too weak. And that is uh, definitely, definitely a uh, left wing argument. No, see, it says the rationale for criminalizing consumption of child pornography is a market theory. Everyone except Republican senators at a hearing for a Democrat judicial nominee recognizes the offense of possessing images of child abuse is not comparable to physically abusing a a child, they go on to say. And I'm saying to myself, how archaic can you get because you really don't understand what is happening here? Uh, They consume these images, they create and drive a market for them, which has the effect of causing more child abuse, even if the possessors do not themselves abuse the child. And they go on and talk about a 2002 case. They're saying that part of the rationale for criminalization, and in fact, the entire rationale, rationale, according to the Supreme Court reasoning from 1982 to 2002, uh, they're going on to say the court invalidated a law in a case in 2002 a law against virtual child pornography because it directly harms no children. This was the ruling back in 2002. You're going to find that I am so against this, so against that, and that's what I want to talk about today. They go on to say in the 2002 case, the court invalidated a law against virtual child pornography, meaning online child pornography, because it directly harms no actual children. I don't know. I don't know who they're thinking, but anyway, and might even the court came to suggest in an aside, reduce the exploitation of actual children. Can government ban this viral material because it whets the appetite of a pedophile and encourages them to engage in illegal conduct? No, to accept that rationale, the court hazily argued would license thought control. Well, you know, I read stuff like this and you can imagine my hair stands on end. I get so upset when I see things like this because I, I hope by the end of the show, you understand the difference of what's going on here. They're taking a position that because it's virtual, no child was violated. How do you think they got the image for child pornography? They don't take pictures of these kids just, you know, having a great time petting the dog. These are tough photos they take of people being violated. So then I picked up an article here. This one is CNN politics. That gives you an idea of where they're going to come from. The White House is targeting the Republican committee member. uh, Excuse me. The White House is targeting Republican judicial committee members who went after Judge Brown. So they're they're saying they're calling these people out and looking at the cases and saying the Republicans had no right to pick on Miss Brown's. 
Jackson Brown, uh, her reputation and her sentencing background. And they analyzed 11 of her cases. And they really get down to a lot of nitpicking on here where they're saying that uh, some of the Republicans accused her of being as low as five years below, when in fact it was only 3.9 years below. Well, all of this is, in my opinion, kind of... uh, wasted time and effort to the real issue of what's going on here. I looked at factcheck.org and trying to put some of these uh, politics aside because this is a very serious subject, in my opinion. They're saying the Republicans on the Senate Judiciary Committee have accused her of displaying a consistent pattern of giving child pornography offenders lighter sentences. Well, the truth is, in many of her cases, she did. In some of her cases, she did not. And they go through, and this is factcheck.org, and they analyze her various cases. And there were about five of them that were lower by many standards, much lower in there, uh, taking a different route. And rather than to go in for incarceration, she's looking at removing them from any environment where she might get or they might get access to child pornography, including removing them from their social media devices. Well, quite frankly, several of these people, as you look at their cases, they've already removed their ankle bracelets. Uh, They didn't report as sex offenders. And so how on earth is anybody going to monitor whether or not a person is able to stay away from social media and technology devices? That is just simply not realistic. Okay, you can say they violated it, but they violated it probably several times a day. So I want to take a look at this issue. I want to talk about how this works and who these people are that are doing it and why this situation is so important to the safety of our community and the safety of our children and our grandchildren. My name is Opal Singleton. This is Exploited Crimes and Technology. Stay with us, folks. We will be right back. Listen up, folks. You no longer have to drive out of the IE for a great restaurant experience. The Toasted Barrel, an upscale casual steakhouse located in Corona, has been winning award after award for their great diverse menu, service, ambience, wine, and cocktails. Customers call the barrel the perfect date night. Inland Empire Magazine has awarded them best restaurant four years in a row. Wine Spectator recognized the Toasted Barrel's wine program for their award of excellence. Toasted Barrel is famous for their certified Angus beef, prime, wagyu, and Kobe steaks, and they have some of the best pasta and seafood around. With happy hour and daily specials every day of the week, their appetizers and drink selections are the best around. Live music starts every Friday and Saturday at 5.30. Planning a dinner party, wedding rehearsal, family gathering, or holiday party? Look up Toasted Barrel online and make your reservation today. Hello, this is Opal Singleton of Exploited Crimes and Technology. I want to tell you about a book I wrote called Seduced, The Grooming of America's Teenagers. It's all about how predators access, groom, recruit, and exploit our young people using social media, online gaming, video chat rooms. Technology is changing at the speed of light, and we have to understand how to keep our kids safe from predators. So you can get this book by going to 
lifemeandkids.org. It's $16. I'll sign it and I'll ship it to you personally. We hope that you will order this book, Educate Yourself About How to Keep Our Kids Safe in This Day of Changing Technology. Join us each Saturday for our radio show at Exploited Crimes and Technology at 3 o'clock on AM 590. The answer. Real estate sales in the Inland Empire are really hot. Sellers and buyers recognize that these low interest rates will not last. Sean and Colleen at Caldwell Banker Armstrong Properties in Riverside are proud to sponsor this show. They are the best in the Inland Empire. They're fair, honest, creative, and they care about you and your situation. If you're in the market to buy or sell a home, call Sean and Colleen at 951-529-4066. AM590, the answer. Hello and welcome back to Exploited Crimes and Technology. We are talking about the politics of CSAM. We have seen that in bright lights this week on Capitol Hill as everyone is vetting our uh, Judge Brown Jackson for Supreme Court. And she has a history of going a bit light on child pornography cases. Not everyone, but she does have five of her 13 cases that are pretty light. And uh, some of them exceptionally light. And, you know, you can get lost in the weeds. So the Republicans said that the Democrats said this. And this case, she should have be, uh, judged this. And this case, she should have judged that. But I wanted to use this as an opportunity with you to share how CSAM has changed over the years based on advanced technologies and why this is important. Because quite frankly, even though she didn't enforce the law at every opportunity, I believe our laws need to have an entire new look because this is a heinous crime. It's far reaching. It is internal and it has an eternal impact on the victim based on today's technology. And so I honestly believe that many of the guidelines that she didn't even maybe stay close to ought to be relooked at. And we need to, at this point, use this opportunity to quit pointing fingers everywhere around. I mean, I'm certainly, you know, everybody needs to do their job on Capitol Hill, but I want our public to understand just how pervasive this particular crime is. Now, this is the crime that I have trouble talking about on our radio show because this is a family uh, channel. It's a public radio show. It is conservative talk radio, and we try our very best to be tasteful, even when we're talking about heinous crime. But I really want you to understand who are the child pornographers, what is happening, and why is all of this so important to us? And I can tell you that this isn't just any crime they're picking on based on her particular background. This really has to do with how technology is changing a lot of crimes and how we go about approaching it. For instance, uh, before I even get into this one, I, I want you to see that many of our criminal activities now are taking place online. And yet we are defunding police all the time and we are not getting them the high powered technology 
that they need to combat crime that starts and takes place on the World Wide Web. And this is one of those kinds of cases. Now, having said that, I do want to take a minute out and say thank you to Mike Hestron's uh, office over in uh, Riverside. He has no idea I'm saying this. I don't ever clear or talk to him about any of it. But he applied for and received funding from the Riverside County Board of Supervisors. And I thank them for investing in technology that will help in, uh, investigate child sex crimes. The same kind of thing has happened over with uh, Chief Green in, in Fontana, people that are absolutely my heroes. I, I talked last week that I got to spend a, a lot of time with some child sex and uh, crime investigators incredible people who go in into some of the worst environments, see some of the worst kinds of crime, and they stick with it and investigate it to save our children. But I want you to understand what is happening. So what is happening is that the technology has changed the availability of your children to pedophiles, it's changed the availability of a pedophile to another pedophile so that they're no longer acting in, in private, a one standalone kind of thing. They are actually using technology to build large scale communities. And that is increasing the number of pedophiles that are out there literally looking to seduce and exploit children everywhere they can. And they no longer keep that material that they develop to themselves. They share it around the world with others in a big, big way. That is uh, oftentimes they will meet on the clear web and they will join a dark web site. I, I often refer to the one called Welcome to Video. I'm going to share a, a case with you where he was part of Welcome to Video. And what they do is they join those groups and they are able to do this because of encryption, where it's hard to break those encryptions and see where the photos are going and who they're going to. They're able to do it because this is taking place in the dark web and that is very difficult to penetrate, but not impossible. Believe me, our, our law enforcement guys are doing a heck of a job of that. You may have heard me talk about bulletproof hosting. That is where they take the websites over to countries like uh, Iceland and Romania and uh, Bulgaria, all of those areas over there where they host a, a server and they don't ask any questions about what's going on in it. And they make the IP address anonymous, the domain name anonymous, so they can operate quietly. And that allows large scale rings to come together. On top of it, you know, they're no longer taking a photo. They're interacting with our kids. That's why we're making this movie called Sextortion, The Hidden Pandemic. They will lure kids into sending a naked photo, not just for their pleasure, but to put out on the World Wide Web. So what does that tell you? If your child sends a photo to someone on, for instance, Welcome to Video, their photo, their nude photo goes out to over a million people who then keep sending it on and on and on, trading it to others for the rest of that person's life. So the victim didn't just get sexually violated or get lured into sending a nude photo. They are going to be exploited 
by millions of people and forever. That is why our laws, our sentencing guidelines no longer apply. These, This is a lifetime of exploitation, literally taking away the dignity, the privacy, the uh, propriety of an individual for the rest of their life. I'm going to just give you some cases that just came out in the last day. I have uh, 12 of them here. I probably won't give them all to you. You'll quit listening. But I, I go through these cases to understand how these cases take place so I can educate first uh, responders of all kinds, law enforcement and uh, code enforcement and fire departments about how this takes place. Here's one right here that was um, in this person. He was sentenced. He got 15 years in prison, as he should, in my opinion. William Clinton's story was 42. He was a pediatric nurse practitioner at a family practice in this town, not anywhere near here. He used Snapchat. He detected a user's name. They later found out to be him. This is how they found him, law enforcement. He had uploaded images of suspected pornography on their platform on Snapchat, then forwarded it, and so our the investigators went out and found him. Uh, Mr. Story knew those consequences would be and, would, and will receive treatment while serving his prison sentence. You see, what they're saying is he needs to just get treatment and not go to prison. And, of course, the FBI here is saying mm, he can get treatment in prison. Thank you. Anyway, uh, this is sick, sick stuff. These are babies and toddlers and minors in his case. And on top of it, he's a pediatric nurse. So he's getting 15 years in prison for this. Now, this one was found because uh, the Snapchat people are now starting to cooperate and get the technology to run their platforms each night and look and use algorithms. That way, human minds do not have to encounter just how pervasive this is, and they can find it and they can use a lot of technology to locate it so that they can go out and arrest this person. So you want to know who pedophiles are. Well, they're politicians, they're pastors, there's law enforcement, they're doctors, they're Navy pilots, they're school teachers, school principals, school superintendents, janitors, and creeps that live in your mom's basement. So they run the gamut. And they're anywhere from uh, being teenagers all the way up to 80, 85, 86, 80, even 90 years old. And so this is true mental illness, number one. It is an addiction, but it is an addiction that harms other people and harms other people for the rest of their life. And we need to understand that. And we need to take a look at our laws and start to fight, not just to make sure that they're enforcing the laws, but going out there and understanding the long-term nature of these laws and making sure these people get their help but they get it while they're incarcerated. This is Opal Singleton. We're up against that break, so I'm going to ask you to stay with us. We'll be right back. 
Societal Shift, A World Without Borders and a Home Without Walls. This is the most important book you will read this year, especially if you have children or grandchildren. We are living at the most important time in all of history. In 2020, the entire world will be connected by internet, more than six billion people coming together. Technology will provide many great advantages for our kids, but a world without borders for our kids is also a world without borders for pimps, predators, pedophiles, cartels, and organized crime. It is a home without walls because 87% of the kids sleep with their phone. It is the greatest societal experiment of all time. Our kids are technology geniuses and their parents are technophobic. Some are techno-impotent. New apps come with no warnings on how a predator will use them against our kids. Advancing technologies like encrypted messaging, vaporware, artificial intelligence, cryptocurrency, and the dark net will challenge law enforcement, teachers, and parents to keep kids safe. Recent research states that 9,000 kids a day are being blackmailed with a naked photo, and 58% will meet their predator. It is indeed a societal shift, and one in which most parents are unprepared. If you are a parent or grandparent, teacher, counselor, or social worker, please take time to read Societal Shift. Only $18.99 plus $6 shipping. Order today at millionkids.org. That's millionkids, M-I-L-L-I-O-N-K-I-D-S dot org. It'll be the greatest gift you can give your family and yourself. Order Societal Shift today. Million Kids takes checks and credit cards. Opal Singleton, the author, will personally sign the book and send it to you. Again, go to millionkids.org and order Societal Shift today. Join Million Kids. Keep our kids safe from predators. Hello and welcome back to Exploited Crimes and Technology. This is Opal Singleton and we're talking about what's going on at Capitol Hill here as the uh, folks are all vetting Judge Brown Jackson for Supreme Court justice. And the big issue was her ruling on child pornography. And I just wanted to use that as an opportunity to educate you about why this is so important. So what I've done, I just took today's offerings, okay? Every day I look at crimes of human trafficking, social media exploitation, sextortion, money laundering, and like that, and an effort to understand how... First of all, perpetrators are changing their MO and how technology is affecting it, but also share that with a group of law enforcement people so that they can uh, adjust and see the many ways that this is happening. They don't have time to do this research themselves. And I've been doing it as a public service now for about 12 years. So I've just got about eight or 10 of these that came in today. I just want you to see the variety and why this is so important. This headline uh, comes out by uh, US and World who's doing this. I can't see here, uh, Valley Central, whoever they are. Uh, Face swap and Photoshop leads to child pornography arrest. This is uh, Wichita Falls, Texas. And this man is altering the photos that he's getting so that apparently he is violating uh, local children, somebody that he has access to, but he's using uh, Internet technology to cut the face off of the child so that nobody will recognize them and put somebody else's child's face on there. This is going to get more and more complicated as these crimes progress, and that's why I'm reading this one to you. He's charged with 12 counts on this. He's recommended a bond of 30000 for a total bond of three sixty for each of his counts. So uh, what happened is this came in as a lead. Somebody anonymously reported it. 
that he was uploading these files. So the lead came in on the reporting line. I'm going to give it to you right now, but that's also at millionkids.org. So be sure and see that, or you can get it at Million Kids Facebook page. Uh, it is .org, not .com, by the way. That's a rock band, millionkids.org. Uh, the affidavit was sent out by NECMEC, National Center for Missing and Exploited Children. They are the people that are part of our our movie that we're getting ready to release. We've had a little gl- uh, glitch there, so pray for us that we get past this glitch because I'm ready to let you have it, but we can't do it yet. In this case, uh, they subpoenaed the internet dev- uh, provider on there, and now what he's doing is he's using two Adobe programs to change the image or blend the two images on there. So he he knows what he's doing is wrong, and he doesn't want to get caught. You see, some of these people go, oh, no, there's nothing wrong with that. In fact, there is a movement now to normalize pedophilia. It's called minor uh, attracted persons, maps, minor attracted persons. And, uh, that just tells you how much our society has become degraded in this. The police later discovered that the face was being photoshopped onto some pornographic images who was known to Simmons by name. And they're tracking him down in this case. He's, uh, this gets absolutely prolific. It starts to get into things involving family pets. So I'm not going to go any farther on that, But these people are very sick people and they need help, but they also need to understand that their sickness is, uh, you know, causing other people a lifetime of distress. In many ways, it's not unlike uh, someone who maybe gets high on drugs and then hits another vehicle and kills them, changes their or maims them and causes their life to change forever. This is uh, Sean Walker. He's 39 years old. Now, I really want you to see something here. Uh, For the longest time, I've studied this and tried to figure out who are these individuals? And, you know, all of us think it's like that sleazy guy, you know, living in his mom's basement, uh, never been employed, and he's 45 years old. And uh, some of them are, but most of them are intelligent people. Many of them are incredibly accomplished and very disciplined, but they are absolutely addicted to this kind of thing. And their behavior does not change until you force change. And giving them a lighter sentence is not one of the solutions. In this case, This man had a very important job. He was a former employee of Honeywell Federal Manufacturing and Technology, one of the biggest engineering companies in uh, the country, and he held a contract with the nuclear, can't say that word, nuclear, National Security Administration. Now, he screwed up. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that on the air. He made a mistake, okay? And on that, he forgot to leave his good phone at home, the one that he was recording stuff on, and he took it with him, and it is an inner secure area, and he had a very high security clearance. You don't get that. You don't get that unless you're intelligent, unless you're disciplined, unless you're trusted, unless you have obvious integrity. Now, as he was walking through security, he self-reported because you're not allowed to take a private phone in there. And I guess he thought he'd be able to just, you know, self-report and take that with him. 
or that they would not be able to find it because it was encrypted. And this is what I'm talking about is these guys are joining together around the world and violating literally millions of children. And they are exploiting our children in such a way that it is hard to find because of technology. When his phone was seized and sent for a full examination, uh, once they got the search warrant, they found encrypted photos with images and videos of a young girl known to him. Uh, he was also using uh, very young children. Other subphotos on his phone with labeled names and ages and contained dozens of explicit images and videos of girls and on and on. I'm not going to get the details of that. I don't want to just really make you cry. It's really sad. But as he got in there, there were hundreds of WhatsApp chats in which he had asked for photos and videos of underage girls. And now they're going in after his chat activity to see who he's chatting with, because what they're doing is against the law. What I want you to see here is this man has a serious addiction. But even though it have harms him personally, he is sharing this out on large scale rings where many, many young kids are having their photos and they're being violated in a huge way. And that is why we have to take a look at new laws, because it isn't a matter of having one person in a corner violating one child and taking those photographs and keeping them to themselves. With this advanced technology, one photo can go to a million people and you have millions and millions of people doing it. And they're seducing our teenagers into sending naked photos. That is why we made a video, a movie, which I'm dying to get out to you and cannot yet, but we are in the process of doing that. We're hung up on some business here that we need to take care of. But what I want to share with you is that with technology, this is a massive problem that literally will put millions of kids at stake. And we need to stop and have a sober moment in the middle of this discussion as with this Justice Brown and recognize that because we need new and different laws. Last year, National Center for Missing and Exploited Children took 29 million leads on cases of child sexual exploitation. Now, many of those are leads where our kids went into a video game chat room, some guy thinking he's talking to a hot 14-year-old girl and takes a picture of himself and sends it off. And that's not just a cute smiling photo, by the way, mom and dad. Or this young girl thinks she's got the love of her life and sends off that treasured photo and the blackmail begins. But it is also pedophiles who are accessing our children and many times online. And many of those kids are prepubescent that do not understand what adult sexuality is or why that guy wants a picture of their whatever. They think they're playing a little game. And they all giggle and take that photo. You see, our kids know how to take the photo and they know how to upload the photo, but they don't understand why the man on the other end 
once that photo is just a game. If we do not stop and look at the laws related to this, these kinds of cases, we are going to have an entirely perverse society. Here's another one. He's 39 years old. His name is uh, Ike Bloom. He had 900 videos depict, depicting hospital employees. He put a camera in a hospital uh, bathroom so that he could record little kids going to the bathroom and selling it out there. We got to get tough on this law. This is the time to stand up and pay attention. My name is Opal Singleton. We're up against that break. Be right back. Custom Service Systems, a proud supporter of Million Kids, is a family-owned and operated commercial cleaning company servicing the Inland Empire and surrounding areas since 1974. CSS takes pride in their ability to maintain the business facilities they serve and their long-lasting relationships with their valued clients. CSS provides a variety of cleaning systems customized to client needs, including deep cleaning and disinfectant to be COVID-19 compliant. From basic office cleaning to windows and floors, CSS will clean up your mess so you don't have to stress. Custom Service Systems cares about families and communities and wants to give back. Custom Service Systems are proud supporters of Million Kids to keep kids safe from predators. If you need the best cleaning services for your business or corporation, contact Custom Service Systems at cssclean.com. Again, cssclean.com or call 951-781-9345. That's 951-781-9345. You will know you found the best. Custom Service Systems. Hello, this is Opal Singleton of Exploited Crimes and Technology. Let me tell you about my friend Doris Anderson at Remax Realty in Upland. She is amazing. She's kind, she's patient, but she listens and she's informed and she will help you with your real estate transaction in a way that works for you. Doris, in full disclosure, often supports the work of Million Kids because she cares about young people but she knows how to analyze a market, how to market a property, and how to find just the right transaction for both buyers and sellers. If you're looking to buy or sell real estate or invest in income property, contact Doris Anderson at Remax Realty 951-733-8899. That's 951-733-8899. 951-733-8899. This message is all about Million Kids, the organization that helps locate missing kids throughout Southern California and educates to keep kids safe from predators. Million Kids educates school administrators, teachers, parents, and teenagers how predators identify a potential victim and the methods they use to recruit innocent kids. BMW of Riverside is a proud supporter of Million Kids. Visit BMW of Riverside at the Adams Street exit off the 91 freeway or click bmwofriverside.com. AM 590, the answer. Hello and welcome back to Exploited Crimes and Technology. This is Opal Singleton and we are talking about the importance of the discussion taking place on Capitol Hill as they are vetting Judge Brown Jackson for child pornography decisions. The reason I want to use this situation is I want you to be aware of how important this is. I'm only going to give you two or three more because you're probably going to lose me if you don't. You're all going to go, I don't want to listen to that lady. Anyway, this is important to understand. Here's another one. He's 28, okay? He met a minor girl on a social media site called Meet Me. Oh, yeah, that dating site. She's young, she's cute, and she's on Meet Me, and she met him. And pretty soon she's sending him 
uh, naked photos, which he is sending out all over the world. He's getting charged with child pornography here. He did get a 25-year sentence. And you say, well, you know, she's the one that sent them to us. Yes, but he got her to produce images and videos of herself and another minor female engaging in sex acts, and it went all over the world. Here's former National Guard member sentenced to 20 years in prison in this one. He uploaded uh, videos showing prepubescent girls being abused uh, by adult males on a YouTube channel. Well, thank God you two got him. But here's what I want you to see. This man was abusing children and getting those photos, and he was part of the Welcome to Video website and cryptocurrency to buy more than 20 hours of videos depicting child sexual abuse on the dark net. So this is exactly what I'm talking about. He's going out there. He's getting young girls to uh, send him photos and videos, and he uploads them out to Welcome to Video. So if you have a 13-year-old girl or 11-year-old girl Girl, which is often the cases I get, her photo goes out to more than a million people. And he's one of the people that did that. And I was looking at to see what he got in his sentence. Thank God he got a sentence of 20 years in prison. He needs to understand that he has changed many girls' lives forever. We also need to be able to talk to our children about sending naked photos, and that is the purpose of our film. Here's ex-Long Beach police officer admits distributing child pornography, Anthony Mark Brown of Lakewood here. He is uh, charged by the L.A. County D.A. with four counts of possessing and distributing. So if this ends up being a light sentence, I mean, here's a man who is a man part of law enforcement that knows exactly what he's doing is wrong and that he is going to pay a big price and he is doing it anyway. I'm going to give you one more and then I want to close out with what needs to be done here. This is Lansing man, man convicted on five counts. He's getting 25 years in prison. Thank God for that. Uh, he is also meeting people on Meet Me and enticing them to send uh, photos. When he got uh, charged, he uh, really, really took over. He went on. He began communicating with young girls on Snapchat, cell phones, text messages on Meet Me. That's a dating site that our kids are hanging out on. Over the course of the month, he became increasingly controlling, coerced, and enticed her through flattery, threats, and guilt, manipulating her to send more photos. He even got his old girlfriend to write a false confession so he would not have to pay the price. I want to say here that how important this is. This is a Homeland Security. By the way, they are fabulous in child sex crimes. Uh, it underscores the importance of talking with your children because literally this girl, one of these girls, was threatening suicide, and he would not quit. And I have case after case after case of that. I talked about that last week about one girl who who committed suicide online right in front of him because our kids get involved in this and they get tricked. That is called sextortion. But these are all kinds of people. The kid, the movie that we have coming out as soon as we can get through this last little bit of negotiations, a movie we have coming out is a story of a gentleman by the name of Daniel Harris. And he was a Top Gun Navy fighter pilot. Uh, 
good looking, married, had two beautiful children, and he was blackmailing and sextorting 14 year old girls all over the world. In that case, we got lucky because they had one tough judge and one tough prosecutor, and he got 50 years in prison. But he ruined the lives of many, many teenage girls. Now, certainly, if your child is sending naked photos, then there's responsibility on everybody's part. Talk to your kids about how the Internet is made and where those naked photos go when you hit send. You can get all kinds of cases by going to millionkids.org or following Million Kids on Facebook. I would appreciate you doing that as long as we can stay up there. We got taken off a couple of years ago just because we were trying to prove that that child sex crime should be violent crimes in the state of California. And I believe that with all my heart. This is a very serious subject. You know, I I don't want to get bogged down in the politics of this whole thing. That isn't my role. But this is a tremendous opportunity for us to educate you about how this crime is changed based on technology. And it is your children and grandchildren that are going to get tricked into sending those photos And those photos are going to go out to these pedophiles who then start blackmailing your child or else they will violate a child themselves and they get caught up in large scale rings. They they start to go. They get uh, private codes. They get encryption. They go into these very sophisticated sites. It's hard for law enforcement to bring down. If you know of anybody that is committing child pornography, Contact your local police department and ask for the Cyber Crimes Unit. Whether it's San Bernardino, Riverside, L.A. area, uh, Orange County area, contact your local people. I'm also going to give you a, a number that you can report. This is the NECMEC number. It is totally anonymous if you want it to be. It is 1-888-3737. 1-888-3737-888. Well, I don't know how all of this is going to turn out politically, but here's what I do know. We must talk to our legislators and our law enforcement and work together to get tougher laws, tougher sentencing laws. We cannot stand by and allow them the people out there, if you will, to normalize pedophilia. Pedophilia may be normal to the pedophile, but it ain't to the victim. Excuse my language, but that's the truth. It will never be normal to the victim. And then when it is recorded by by live streaming, by photos, by videos, and shared over and over and over around the world, it is a crime where the victim pays the price forever. And I'm going to tell you that the pedophile ought to pay the same price. They have destroyed a life forever. And it's being done in a way they're suggesting that it is a harmless event. This is an important time in history that we educate ourselves. This ain't fun, folks. I get it. Listening to this stuff is hard. I get it. 
I don't like looking at it myself, but we need to protect the future of our society and our children and our grandchildren are the future of our society. We need to stand in and educate our kids about the power of technology and how they can use that to honor themselves and protect each other, including the next generation. That is the work of Million Kids. I have a couple of books out on that subject, Societal Shift, A World Without Borders, A Home Without Walls. You can go online to millionkids.org, educate yourself, sign up to follow us, please, because we're doing our darndest to get this film out to you as fast as we possibly can. And we're up against it at this point, trying to do everything we can to get it released. But inform yourself. If you've stayed through this whole hour you're a hero. You're an activist. You are somebody who cares and you are somebody who are not going to turn the future of our children and our families over to people who have weak need policies. This is a time not only to enforce the policies we have, but take a whole new look at that legislation and realize that our laws, even as they are written, are not strong enough to protect our children. So we need to approach it legally, but we need to approach it at home. Put your arms around your kids. Tell them you're proud of them. Show them how that internet works. Show them that one photo can go in the dark web and go to a million people, and they can look so cute when your kid is talking to them, they're tempted. But tell them, teach them to overcome that temptation. You can go to meandkids.org. I hope you'll hit that donate button while you're there. Use us to educate your family and yourself. We'll see you next Saturday at 3 o'clock right here on AM 590, The Answer. We appreciate you. We're glad that you support us. We'll see you next Saturday at 3 o'clock. Societal Shift, A World Without Borders and a Home Without Walls. This is the most important book you will read this year, especially if you have children or grandchildren. We are living at the most important time in all of history. In 2020, the entire world will be connected by internet, more than six billion people coming together. Technology will provide many great advantages for our kids, but a world without borders for our kids is also a world without borders for pimps, predators, pedophiles, cartels, and organized crime. It is a home without walls because 87% of the kids sleep with their phone. It is the greatest societal experiment of all time. Our kids are technology geniuses and their parents are technophobic. Some are techno impotent. New apps come with no warnings on how a predator will use them against our kids. Advancing technologies like encrypted messaging, vaporware, artificial intelligence, cryptocurrency, and the dark net will challenge law enforcement, teachers, and parents to keep kids safe. Recent research states that 9,000 kids a day are being blackmailed with a naked photo and 58% will meet their predator. It is indeed a societal shift and one in which most parents are unprepared. If you are a parent or grandparent, teacher, counselor, or social worker, please take time to read Societal Shift. Only $18.99 plus $6 shipping. Order today at millionkids.org. That's millionkids, M-I-L-L-I-O-N-K-I-D-S dot org. It'll be the greatest gift you can give your family and yourself. Order Societal Shift today. Million Kids takes checks and credit cards. Opal Singleton, the author, will personally sign the book and send it to you. Again, go to millionkids.org and order Societal Shift today. Join Million Kids. Keep our kids safe from predators.